Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of automobiles, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other things, you know, like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? At rockauto.com, you will save money. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Today on the Callahan Podcast was Tom Brady's 44th birthday, by far the oldest guy in the NFL. I don't know what he's doing for his birthday, but I know he's not hosting a party for 700 That would be Barack Obama's plan for this weekend. We will talk about that super spreader event and ask the question, how do you find 200 servants to show up on the island and pass the odors? Also, Matt Damon steps in it. Did he cancel himself with the uh, admission he made about a word he uses around his kids? Bill Maher, my man Bill Maher, comes through again with another great rant against canceled culture and Deshaun Watson. We knew he was a freak. We knew he was a little kinky. We did not know just how bad it was. We will play you the uh, the accusation from one of the masseuses who are accusing him. 
it is a little disturbing, I have to warn you. We'll get into all that and a lot more in today's Callahan podcast brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU, and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right, Carano, let's go. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, happy birthday to our uh, old friend Tom Brady. I don't know if you've heard, Carano, but Tom Brady's 44 today. I think... He's about the tenth oldest guy in the league. There's I don't know nine or ten other guys who are uh, who are uh, in their late forties and fifties. I believe I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know if the Tampa Bay media, assembled media, will sing happy birthday. They do that sometimes. As far as I know, our guys in Tampa have yet to ask Brady flat out, "Are you vaccinated?" I don't know why. Uh, it's become a little obsession with me. I I admit. But I was told by a guy down there that he first chance he'd get, he'd get Brady. He, they were going to ask. They were going to confirm that he didn't get vaccinated. That, that was, was a week a, ago. That was more than a week ago. That was nine days ago. And he nine said, days. Nine days. And <clears throat> there, since then, we've learned that uh, a number of players are unvaccinated, including Kirk Cousins, QB from Minnesota, who is now in uh, quarantine for, I believe, it's five or six days, which... Um, is how we know he's unvaccinated because the vaccinated guys have to spend, I think it's two days or maybe not, maybe yeah, two days in uh, quarantine. The unvaccinated have to spend five or six and his coach, uh, Mike Zimmer, he didn't really go off on the unvaccinated players, but he was just saying, I don't know what they're thinking. It's a source of frustration. It's a, it's a source of division. When you think about it in the locker room, the Minnesota Vikings don't have any quarterbacks because Right. One of the quarterbacks is Kelly Mond, I believe, tested positive. He was a uh, he was vaccinated, I believe, so he can come back quick. But they had to all three or four other quarterbacks had to uh, go into quarantine, which upset the coach and I'm sure some other players. We've heard from players. Hell, Charles Barkley just flat out says anyone who doesn't get vaccinated is an asshole. Now we know Barkley's outspoken and he doesn't always. It's not always the most informed opinion. He's he's funny. He's fun. But there's got to be players hey, in every sport, but right now, particularly football, who are looking at their unvaccinated teammates and saying, you're a problem. That's going to create an issue in locker rooms around the league, especially if the unvaccinated guy is really important to the team and gets uh, exposed to, a, to, to COVID and has to going to quarantine. And if you're Tampa Bay uh, and we, we still don't know, again, I still don't know if Brady's been vaccinated. You have to be thinking he gets exposed to COVID like week one. Uh, the, uh, and has to miss a game because uh. he refused to get the shot. That's going to upset a lot of people. It is. And I still, I, I mean, he won't, he won't, that won't affect him. He'll still stand by his guns and stick to his guns and say, I don't need that. You know, I'm, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm, I don't need these, untested you know the medicines in my body um but they have armbands in tampa for unvaccinated players or wristbands i should say armbands wristbands 
but they only wear them indoors. So the player, the media has not had a chance. I don't think to see whether Brady is wearing the wristband. I'm going to guess he's my, here's my guess. He's not, you know why? Cause he's Tom Brady. He's probably like, I'm not putting on a stupid wristband. Make me. He's not only the best player ever. He's the most powerful at this point. We know Bruce Arians lets him you know, co-coach the offense. I'm going to guess Brady says, stick your wristband. I'm going to do what I want to do. <laughs> so they do not know yet whether he's vaccinated. We do know that, uh, uh, every team's got, I think it's, they're guessing what 90% of the league is, um, vaccinated. Well, which I don't, is well, high well, it might be, I mean, I, so I just saw the numbers today, 58% of Americans are, are vaccinated. Now I know the incentives are different. If you're in the NHL, you're stroking a paycheck. So it's probably a good deal higher, but 90 seems, I would guess I, 75, 80%. No, maybe? What do you think, you think it's higher? Most teams, most teams have reached the 85% threshold okay. still. You have 50 or right now you say you have 60 guys and 90% are vaccinated. That means six are not. And if they're, if they're really good, if they're Tom Brady, if they're uh, DeAndre Hopkins, you have an issue, but I will give Brady credit for this. He's turning 44 today. It's a big, big day. I mean, he's by far, I think he's the oldest, he's the oldest. He's the only player in his forties in the NFL right now. Yeah. He's, you know, Super Bowl champ, seven-time Lombardi Trophy winner, and he's 44. And he looks as I don't as good as ever, but he looks like he's not slowing down. Um, but I'll give him I'll give him this: he's not hold, throwing a party for 500 with 500 guests, 700 people. I don't know why this this bothers me. I know how arrogant. Oh, Barack Obama is. I know what a narcissist he is. I know he thinks rules don't apply to him. And same with his wife, Michelle. But isn't it amazing that they're not trying to just, I don't know, low-key it a little bit during this spike? In co- I mean, Provincetown had 930 cases a couple of weeks ago. I, and I, I realize most of them are fine. I mean, they're, they're mostly young healthy guys in Provincetown and they're probably not taking all, they probably weren't taking all the precautions you should take, but, and I think it was the number of hospitalized and was five or six or, or something like that. So not a big deal, but what happens after Barack Obama's party, which is this weekend, which includes as uh, the latest numbers, 475 guests and 200 servants, 200. How do you find 200 people? Restaurants can't find, Waiters and waitresses and bartenders, particularly in states that keep giving the extra unemployment. How do you find 200 people to walk around with the the, ap- the tray of appetizers, the, the you know scallops wrapped in bacon? 200 and you got to get them to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> that's that's something. This must be the most unbelievable uh, undertaking for whoever whoever is organizing the party. I assume it's probably I don't know someone. Uh, you know, Jeff Bezos or one of his friends is you're probably footing the bill. Um, uh, Steven Spielberg's going to be there. Pearl Jam's going to play. George Clooney's going to go. Um, Oprah Winfrey. There's 475 guests, and I'm. I guess my guess is about 200 private jets. Can they fit that many private jets on Martha's Vineyard? I, da- I, I, I doubt it. I, I don't know how that's going to work. But but when you have 70 million dollars, your net worth is you know. Creeping on a hundred million, you can you can you can get some uh, some people to serve you uh, hors d'oeuvres um, for your birthday. I guess 
I guess everyone has their price. And uh, again, he's got friends who will put the bill. I'm sure Barack Obama never pays for anything. And uh, they could, you know, just just money whip them, get all the all the maids and uh, waitresses and waiters and bartenders you can get. But uh, they also I love the way they say we're taking all everyone has to show proof of vaccination. Everyone has to show either that or two two negative COVID tests in the last week. And they're hiring a, as we mentioned yesterday, a uh, COVID coordinator yes. to walk around, walk around the party and make sure everybody is following the rules. Now, does that apply to you or me or, 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 or you know, you're, you're an eight-year-old kid who's going to school in September? Do they say, well, you know what? You don't have to, uh, whatever, wear a mask as long as you follow protocols. No, they just come down with these, these decrees. And they say, you can't do that. You can't have X number of people. You can't have a, a wake or a funeral. Imagine being in a family where you couldn't have a wake or a funeral for your mother and looking at this arrogant uh, guy saying, I'm going to have a party with 700 people and because I'm special, because I am, I am different than you. I'm more important. I can have 700 people at my house. And I. it's like when they... It's like when they build these, I mean, obviously he's a total hypocrite when it comes to uh, uh, climate change too. The guy, you know, thinks the world's going to end in 10 years or whatever is buys a $12 million mansion on the water on an Island, obviously doesn't think the world's going to end. Obviously he doesn't believe climate change is a problem or he wouldn't live there. He wouldn't buy there. He doesn't think COVID's a problem either. I'm pretty sure he is rolling his eyes at the thought that, you know, you should you should low key this Barack because of COVID. He's like me. Well, I don't do that. <laughs> and by the way, who has a party for themselves anyway? I mean, who I mean, shouldn't you at least say Michelle is doing it or someone else is doing it from the, you know, from the Island or ha having a party guys having a 60th birdie birthday party for himself. Do you think he puts on the invitation? No gifts, please. Or do you think oh. everyone shows it? I mean, he should. I mean, he certainly doesn't need it. But people don't get this. It's like when you're, you know, the 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 privilege. What's happening is when 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 you've got these privileged people making laws, they are creating a privileged class too. Like they are. It's funny to me how overt they are. Whether it's you know mayors or Barack or all these people in power who say you can't do all these things, but then are caught the next day officiating a web wedding, going to a birthday party in public, no masks, it's like. This rule does not apply to people with status, but it's going to apply as, to everybody else. As we said yesterday, <clears throat> I've said many times, the people telling you to live in fear of COVID are not living in fear of COVID. The people who tell you to worry about the virus are not worried about the virus. They don't care. They just want control. We went through the list of hypocrites and Lori Lightfoot attending, not Lollapalooza, just right. <laughs> allowing the 100,000 people to show up at Grant Park for Lollapalooza, she attended it maskless. And then the next day said, now we need a mask mandate or Lori Lightfoot, that I mean, uh, uh, Bowser, Mayor Bowser in DC, hanging with Dave Chappelle hours after issuing a mask mandate, hanging with Dave Chappelle with no mask. Of course, they don't believe well, masks and are, 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 I mean, matter. They don't believe the things they're saying to you. They just want you to be, uh, under their control, they and and 
I, I, I'm always disappointed. I've been saying it for a year and a half in the level of compliance, as I said many times in Boston, in you know the peak, there were 90 something percent of people wearing masks outdoors by themselves, riding a bike. People are just, so many people are just sheep and worse yet, they think by doing what they're told by these hypocrites like Lightfoot or Whitmer or Obama or Biden, Kamala Harris, doing what they're told, they seem to think is a way of virtue signaling in and of itself saying, look, I'm, 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 do, I'm willing to do what it takes, you know, just a little while longer, you know, two more weeks and we can stop the spread. And they, and they want you to know that they are a, uh, a, a sheep and they want you to know they're willing to do whatever their, their leaders tell them. And it amazes me that that doesn't change for some people, even when they get a glimpse of these hypocrites and they, and they realize they don't walk the walk. They don't do what they want you to do. And people do it anyway. They do. I mean, it amazes me that everybody isn't fighting back at this point. And as we said yesterday, it's, you know, they're erupting all over Europe. Uh, you know, we saw the video from, from uh, Berlin and Nice and Paris and they're protesting and the cops are bashing them around and they're, you know, banning protests. And it's really frightening what's happening in some European cities that's going to happen here. I'm just, I'm kind of disappointed it hasn't already happened. I, I was talking to I forget, a friend of mine yesterday, and he was saying that uh, this is all going to be different this time. And I'm like, why? I mean, it will be different in some places, um, but I'm not sure it'll be different in, you know, New York or Boston or LA, where there are so many sheep, so many people do, willing to do whatever daddy government tells them to do. I think there are there indeed are some people who are fed up and they're saying we're not doing that again yeah i did it last time i did it last time you know we shut down you know bars and restaurants and gyms and i mean it it didn't uh, it 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 didn't work lockdowns didn't work here's what here's what i don't understand jerry maybe you can explain this to me like it's one thing do your own research on on the um on the on COVID, on what you think is the best way to, you know, vaccine, vaccine or not, do your own research on that stuff and whatever you decide is fine. But like, how can you not look at the way that our leaders are acting and just know that they're a bunch of liars? Like regardless on where you are in the political spectrum, they are all liars. So it has to, it has to make you at least think twice about the information that they're giving you. Like, but, but they don't like, they just follow these regulations like little sheep. You're right. Right, and they. I, I think um, for a while, and maybe it is uh, again where you're. If you are, you know, refusing to uh, wear a mask or or complaining about them shutting down schools, you're kind of uh, associated with Trump and a lot of people. That that's the worst thing in the world. You know, that's like yeah. being called a pedophile, being called a Trumpkin. So they said, "Oh no, I'm I'm in on school closings, and I'm you know shut down my business, and you know I'm I'm all in. Whatever you say, whatever you say, Fauci." And Fauci can lie and flip-flop, and Fauci could be at the heart of the biggest scandal in the history of the world. And that's no exaggeration. He sent money to Wuhan. Wuhan created the virus. The virus killed millions. We know that. We know that. That's our head, uh, head health public health official paid for, subsidized the creation of this virus. It's the biggest scandal in all our lifetimes. And yet he's still on, you know, CNN talking, yucking it up with Jake Tapper every week. And you still have people saying, oh, Dr. Fauci said this. Or and, and, I, and I wonder, I mean, does he have to, 
you know, show up on the set on like CNN with a, like a severed head in his hand. What does he have to do? <laughs> what must Fauci do to lose your, your faith people? I mean, anybody who's paying attention knows he's a joke. He's, 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 he's been wrong on everything. And yet they'll still put him there and they'll say, oh, Dr. Fauci, do you think we should bring back the have mandatory mask uh, mandates and vaccine mandates? And, and then and act like his, his opinion counts. His opinion doesn't count. It hasn't counted for a long, long time. He's been both sure. sides of that issue, the masking issue. He's been on both sides. We played the clips. Uh, it's all over Twitter, but we played the clips of him to, like talking to himself saying, yes, you should mask. No, you shouldn't mask. Yes, you should mask. No, over and over and over. He's been on both sides. How can anybody trust this guy? Yeah, we should get to the uh, the, um, uh, the Biden visor. Oh, Osterholm, yeah. Uh, and I just want to finish with the Barack Obama thing is will I mean, I realize the media will protect him and Michelle at all costs. Maybe the New York Post will cover it if there's an outbreak, if it is indeed a super spreader event, if it's like Provincetown, where most of the people, the 900 people who uh, uh, got the virus were vaccinated. They're fine, but they got the virus. They were vaccinated. So if everybody's vaccinated at Barack Obama's party, uh, and it spreads anyway. Are we going to find out? Is he going to be uh, held accountable for that? I know the answer to that. Of course not. He's Barack Obama. There'll be media like assembled at the end of the driveway, and there'll be like you know, there'll be like you know, little girls at the Justin Bieber show. They'll be giddy and they, oh, look who it is! It's Tom Hanks. It's George Clooney. When will we get to see the, our, our hero Barack Obama? They will not cover this with any level of. Uh, skepticism but if there's an outbreak i hope we uh hope we find out and i hope the servants are okay you know the hell with the stars i don't care about Clooney or oprah what i hope the 200 servants were probably being uh worked you know work <laughs> driven like like dogs to what to slave over whatever uh they have to do for this party i hope they're okay hope they make it to the island and back off the island you know and back to civilization okay but that will be this weekend if it's one thing i, I know I, jerry callahan it's you're a man of the people yes yes i would i did not have 200 slaves i mean servants in my birthday party but uh you know i don't have 475 friends either can you imagine having to come up with a list if i told you matt Caron, it's your birthday big birthday and you have to invite 400 people could you even come, i couldn't come up with like a hundred nah that i would that I would want there? That I would want there? No, friends and family. No, but you have, you know, people feel, I'm sure the Obamas feel obligated to uh, to invite certain people, so. Yeah, but 500 that people, like I think that's another just example of the, the level of arrogance. Like, I'm so important that these people, that I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, give them a treat. I'm gonna give them a gift. I'm gonna <laughs> let them come to my house and eat some uh, eat some scallops and get drunk and uh, give me a gift and sing me happy birthday. Ugh. I hope there's some cameras. I'm sure they'll be they'll be you know taking away the cell phones or whatever, banning the phones. But I hope there's some cameras, and we get to see all these arrogant sobs in action. That will be fun. I got a question for you. Here's my transition. All right. Will Matt Damon be there? Matt Damon, you know, he's a he's an Obama guy. I'm sure he's uh, on the list, on the invite list. And, you know, maybe he wants to come home for a summer weekend and pop over to the vineyard. Um, Matt Damon, if you uh, missed it, may, he's not going to cancel himself because he's Matt Damon. He's one of the beautiful people 
He's a good, hardcore, left-wing progressive. But it could be the dumbest, most self-inflicted, oh, yes. wound, yeah. wound, uh, self-inflicted damage we've seen during this crazy cancel culture era. We've seen lots of cancel culture stories. We've seen a million people get fired, lots of them fired for nothing. Like, you know, you name it, Mike Milbury, Jeremy Roenick, you know, the, the, the Sacramento Kings, uh, uh, play-by-play guy who said all lives matter and got fired. And, uh, you know, just every idiotic thing, taking Aunt Jemima off, Uncle Ben off, you know, Cleveland from Family Guy, just, we've gone over the list, just insane examples of cancel culture. And and we'll get to my man, Bill, Bar, Bill Maher, who uh, essentially chronicles it every Friday night. And and every Friday night, he, he, does, he brings it. Every Friday night, he tells you on a, or Saturday morning on YouTube for me, because I don't have HBO, but every week, Bill Maher uh, does it again, explains how insane this cancel culture world has become. I'm not sure I have, I can... Uh, conjure up any uh, sympathy for Matt Damon because it's just so stupid what he did. And he's not stupid. I mean, obviously he can write, he can act. And apparently his new movie, Stillwater is, uh, is it, he does it, uh, critics, critics say he does a great performance. Um, but if you missed it, Matt Damon in an interview with uh, the, Sunday London, the Sunday times, the Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Sunday times yeah. in London, yeah. matter of factly says, that he only recently, just a few months ago, stopped using the F slur for gay people. Now, we've talked about this. Uh, a friend of mine, a comedian, has a great riff on this because, you know, 40 years ago, the word was used a lot and it really wasn't, I mean, it really wasn't considered the uh, the slur, the, 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 uh, the, and what would you call? I don't know, but it didn't have the same part. the same like deep it didn't association. Have the same impact. Yeah. It didn't have. It wasn't verboten. It was you know casually used on the playground. That's a long time ago. That has changed. Hell, I've talked about it with Alex Reamer. Uh, my 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 friend Alex Reamer would say he used to use it all the time. It was just not a big deal in the old days. It it, it has been for a while. You know, most. I mean. If you're hanging out with your friends and someone used that word, you'd be like, "Well, oh, what whoa, is that? We, yeah, yeah. You no, know, we, we don't do that anymore. Right. We don't do that anymore. Yeah. You know, you come up with another word. The fact that Matt Damon said he did it months ago was the first bizarre admission. He did it in front of his kids, in front of one of his daughters, who then retreated to her bedroom and wrote what he called a treatise about it and why he shouldn't use that word his own daughter is calling him out and then he said you know you're right to the to his daughter and he says he's he stopped using it but it's one of those deals where you read it and there's a, a bunch of stuff uh, online so daily mail's got a long story about it that includes a lot of tweets from kind of uh, incredulous uh, uh, fans or celebrities saying you what you did this use this word months ago months ago which means like he's talking about it in july i think so january february he was using the f slur 
in front of his kids. Yeah, that's crazy. And the other thing that I don't understand is what what goes through your head. So if you're woke and you don't say bad words, you have a certain amount of status. But you're if you're like a recovering unwoke person, you have more status. Like is is that what happened? Because I've I've done it in the past and now I'm sorry and changed my ways. Like this makes me look I think, better. I think in his mind, he, he you know what he just had the timeline wrong. He's whatever he is, 50-something? Yeah, 50. He's 50. Um, I think what he meant to say was, yeah, I used that slur 35 years ago <laughs> when we were hanging out on the playground or playing ball. You know, me and Ben were uh, hanging out in some playground in Cambridge. We used that uh, that word. Um, the daughter who wrote the treatise, I believe, was 15, and his other daughters are 12 and 10. And he says he used it in front of his kids. And that his explanation was um, um, that he uh, uh, used it in the movie Stuck on You, a right, movie, right. by the way, co-starring me. That's right. I was, and we hung out with him. And I, even though he's a big liberal and uh, I, I have respect for Matt Damon forever, he was very nice to my wife. She's still a big fan. He was nice to everybody. He was nice to the little people because you're do a scene that lasts like a minute and it takes 10 hours. Yeah. And we were hanging out. Uh, we were hanging out in a, a bar. It was in Miami, like a piano bar. And we were just, you know, hanging like drunks or whatever, sitting at the bar. And he was there. And there's so much downtime that we talked about whatever Boston, probably Boston sports probably talked about Tom Brady, in fact, but he was very nice to everyone. So I do not dislike Matt Damon. I just thought he was a little smarter than this. And I'm going to explain to you, what, uh, what, why, why, how he managed to step in it, Karana. His, yeah. and I've done so. Well, one thing is, again, he's thinking, I'm going to tell this reporter and in turn all my fans that I've changed my ways, that I'm better, that I've learned, that I've, I'm sorry, the liberal word is I've evolved. <laughs> I've evolved. He was trying to tell a story that would show how much he's evolved. So he says, Yeah, I've used that word. In front of my kids, 15, 12, and 10. And one of my daughters called me out. And he thinks that's a positive reflection on him because he's changed and he doesn't use it anymore. And he learned and he had a real uh, eye-opening moment with his own daughter. He he just got the timeline wrong. Everyone is, you know, guys his age all use that word once upon a time. Again, Alex Rima used the word you did, I did when we were, you know, 15 or 17, if he said that, you'd say, wow, that's 30 years ago. Uh, you know, that's a, <laughs> excuse me, an interesting admission, but and good, he's changed. When you say you did it in 2021, people get a step back and say, what? Nobody uses that word, except Dave Chappelle. Nobody uses that word in 2021. The other thing is, and I've told you this many times, this is how liberals, good liberals who've been, you know, around, they think they're kind of protected, you know. I guarantee when there was some blowback on Twitter, he was he surprised. Was like, he, me, I'm Matt Damon. If this <laughs> right, were, right. I don't know, Kid Rock, as we he used that same word, Kid Rock used that same word a couple of months ago, didn't, and uh, everyone was coming down hard on Kid Rock. Kid Rock, of course, said, "Go screw," and didn't apologize because he's Kid Rock. But if this were, I don't know, some. You know, some actor who's not as well established, doesn't have quite the liberal credentials, he would be canceled. He would be, he would lose jobs. If this were, 
I don't know, Morgan Wallen, the country singer. Or even like who, Rob Rob Schneider is kind of uh kind of right and he's not in a lot of stuff anymore. If he if he did it, he'd be gone. Gone. Yeah, I think Rob Schneider has come to grips uh with the fact that he's been canceled, like James Woods. Yeah, James I know, Woods. No, James Woods is older and he's put a lot of money away and he's fine, but he flat out says he's, you know, persona non grata because he's a hardcore right winger and Trump supporter and that just doesn't work in, in Hollywood. I think Matt Damon, you know, like I've said many times about whoever, Obama, Biden, you know, Liz Warren, they're so used to being protected, adored by the media that they slip up on occasion. You know, like Liz Warren just flat out, you know, she'll just lie about whatever her family or they, uh, and they don't think it's a problem because they look at the media, whether it's one reporter or a assembled press conference, and they say, these are my allies these are my comps team they're gonna uh they're gonna protect me they're gonna help me so he casually says you know i use the f slur in front of my kids and yeah and, and and you know laughs it off and says you know i don't do it anymore so we're good immediately and i think you've seen all those tweets from all kinds of yeah, people yeah, yeah. the media saying what the hell is wrong with you matt damon and and the question was did Matt Damon just cancel himself? Will he lose a job? Will it be a boycott? Will it be demanding something? Uh, obviously, he's got a movie out. He's promoting it. I don't think it's going to you know, cancel the movie. But keep in mind, you know, that, again, Morgan Wallen, the country singer, was drunk with his friend, used the N-word. I think he meant it with the A at the end, you know, just kidding around, busting chops with his friend. His neighbor heard it. He got canceled by everybody. I mean, his, his record deal, yeah, lost his deal. Yeah, record company, yeah. you know, endorsements, uh, award shows, disinvited. We went through the list. There's a 15 year old girl in Tennessee. The New York Times put her on page one because on social media she used racial slurs and she lost uh, the chance to go to Tennessee, University of Tennessee, and become a cheerleader. The New York Times ruined a 15 year old girl for using a slur. We can go on and on. The people who've used slurs and some have been, you know, canceled, ruined, destroyed forever. And others like Hunter Biden can do what he wants, obviously, and the media will protect him. I think the media will not come down go hard at Matt Damon. But how how stupid does so he feel stupid. looking back? And then the other the other thing too is like you don't I don't believe his his come to Jesus moment either. That oh he's been using this forever and ever, but he finally had the epiphany because his daughter wrote him a little like a, you know a letter. I mean, come on, that's that wouldn't it's, do it. It's it's it's, it's amazing. Yeah. you think about it. Like again, Morgan Wallen is outside at like two in the morning, stumbling drunk, uses a word with his friend, like his uh, drunk friend, and you go, yeah, that's bad, but. And they try to destroy him. The media wants to destroy him. They, they, they did their best. Matt Damon is with his children. And one of his children is offended. <laughs> and, and says, Dad, you can't do that. It's like, it's like Archie Bunker with a, with a Gloria saying, you can't use that word, Art, you know, Dad. Uh, this is a good, enlightened, progressive, Cambridge liberal. And he thinks he can use that F word. And somehow it was just 
casual guy yeah. talk and then he, with his, his daughters and then he walked it back too and then and then you know he goes on on record later on uh, all over the media saying oh i was trying to contextualize how he used to use it in 2003 with my daughter but but she he walked it back that's not what he no, said in the first, the first thing he's like i laid what, it out at the dinner yeah. table i was shooting my mouth out at the dinner table and the f word just came out again that, that's how I, he I meant it the first time I mean, you can call me a troglodyte or caveman, whatever. I would never do something like that for my kids. No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't do, you know, the, the, the F word, which I, you know, use all the time with you, but I'm not at the dinner table with my daughter, particularly when she was 15, <laughs> no way. F bombs no or, no or whatever kind of uh, vernacular. I, you just, you're careful. You know, you don't want them emulating you. You don't want them learning those words from you. I mean, does he use the N-word around the kids, too? That's the next question. <laughs> Matt, do you use the N-word? I mean, do you use the C-word around your daughters? Uh, what's the limit? Where's the line? It's just, it's bizarre. And to me, again, very nice guy in my experience. I thought he was smarter. You know, I thought he was smarter. Sitting there telling a London newspaper that you did that is just bizarre. And uh, he, he'll be fine, but it's always going to make me wonder, you know, how smart he is. I think, I don't think it's a reflection necessarily that he's dumb. It's that he's in a bubble, you know, he's in a, he's in a cocoon. He's a Hollywood superstar who, who, who hangs out with, what's the guy who hangs out with Australia, Hemsworth or one of those guys, Yeah, yeah. you know, flies with his family to hang out with Chris Hemsworth and, uh, in, in surf in Australia and, you know, lives, I don't even know where he lives, Miami, I believe now he lived in Brooklyn. And then I think he went to Miami with his, he's got uh, three daughters and a stepdaughter and they all hang out together. And and then he, he tries to avoid, you know, the paparazzi half his life. So he, he might be living in that bubble where you don't really know all about cancel culture and how easy it is to step in it. But he stepped in it. He I did, will yeah. say that he yeah. stepped in it. And um, maybe the media is too busy chasing Ben Affleck and J-Lo around because that's, you know, all the paparazzi, that's their full-time gig now. Tried to catch J-Lo and Ben Affleck kissing. That's what they catch them making out. All right. By the way, they caught uh, Ben Affleck, I think, on the beach the other day. It must have been on the beach. It was on a yacht. It was on a yacht. Have you ever seen the Ben Affleck tattoo? Um, it's rarely seen, but Google it. It's the worst tattoo in history. You think the guy, the Capital City, Capital Hill cop, uh, Mike Fanone, Michael Fanone has a bad tattoo, or I think he has a bad tattoo. His neck is completely covered with ink. Ben Affleck's back tattoo is so bizarre and so... The dragon? Uh, it's I guess it's a dragon. I think so, it, yeah. It's all colorful. It goes all the way from the top to it's the gigantic. bottom. It's huge. It's like, I know he was a big drinker, but he really... Could you really get that drunk to have them paint, uh, have them uh, put that thing on your back? I mean, you must have, he must have to lie there for weeks to get this thing done and it's so hideous and it just it look, makes him look like you, you see what someone like that you say that had to be a drug a drug haze or something that you just weren't thinking clearly that you went in and said put that dragon with all these different colors all over my back i'd rather use the a, 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 the f slur in front of my kids than <laughs> show <get> that, that. <laughs> so my children children see that they'd be like what the hell is wrong with you, Dad? And Affleck's got a bunch of kids. Does he show them that and say, you, know, you like my tattoo? It's pretty cool, huh? Um, but 
That would take him weeks to do too. That that's uh, that's many sessions to get to get all that done. You can't do that obviously in one fell swoop. Um, that's probably I, I would guess. It, my guess is like that's forty hours worth of work. If you eliminate neck tats, because we've already established people with neck tats, uh, there's something wrong with them. I don't co-sign that. Reg- I don't co-sign. Just regular tats. All right. Have you ever seen a, ever seen a worse one? Have you ever seen a worse tattoo than Ben Affleck's? Pro- yes, yes. Uh, so who's the guy from? Um, from oh, what was that show? Jackass on TV. Oh, who's the guy? Can't remember. But he took a picture of himself. Johnny like, Knoxville wasn't Knoxville. It was one of the other guys who took a picture of himself like this and had this picture of himself tattooed on his back. It's crazy. I, I have a friend, a good friend, one of my best friends, his daughter. She takes after him. It's kind of nutty. Um, and she was talking about getting a tattoo, and he says, as long as you don't get a you know a, a parrot smoking a cigar on your back. Well, that's bad too. Th- yeah. He just was being, you know, facetious, making a wisecrack. A couple of weeks later, she goes back to school. A couple of weeks later, she comes home and says, want to see my new tattoo? It's a parrot smoking a cigar. <laughs> she literally <laughs> got the tattoo because her dad made a joke about it. And uh, it's that's 100% real. So this one's the Steve-O. Uh, Steve-O is the guy. Steve and uh, an, it's it's his tattoo. I'll drop it in the comments here for people to see. I have another another quick one. It's a friend, a friend's brother. There, his mother died, and he's like, you know, in his fifties, and he, apparently he's very close to his mother, and he's fifty-year-old, you know, whatever white guy like me, and he had his mother's face tattooed oh, right no. on his chest, no, no, on his chest, you know, like his mother's, like it's no. very well done, but right here on one of his pecs, he has his mother's face. That's and he's creepy. Literally fifty-five years old. That's we. I just saw a picture of it, and it was like, what? What? <laughs> I mean, that's creepy. I, I love my mother too, but I'm not having mom, you know, maybe have a little mom tattoo with a little heart, you know, like my wife has that actually. Tattoo. She has mom in script with a little heart on her. Cause her, her mom, uh, her mom passed away a few years ago. So she put that right on her, on her, uh, her bicep. Just a little, just a little one. Big, right? yeah. yeah. It's not, I mean, this guy literally has her. So, yeah. No, no, there's no way. Yeah. That's weird. That's like someone going through a tough time. And the, that's when I think the tattoo artist should say, listen, why don't you go home, think this through, you know, maybe we'll come up <laughs> right. with something smaller rather than saying, oh, really? You want a face tattoo of a big penis or something? Let's go sit down and do it. <laughs> yeah, I think they, they need to consider that some of these people going in for really to, for self-mutilation, those uh, those are the kind of spur in the moment. To see. There's no way Ben Affleck looks at that now and thinks it was a good decision. There is no way he does not regret that tattoo. Well, and the other thing is when you get in the first place, if you're going to put it on your back, you're never going to see it anyway. So why put it there? You're like, this is what I want to project to the world. This is what I want people to see of me when I'm on the beach. They want to know this about me. Makes no sense. I mean, it's We we got Tony V in the comment here saying, get a painting, people, not a tattoo. I 100% agree. You love your mom, get a painting of your mom. Put that in your house. Don't put it on your body. Is that the Tony V? The Tony V, the comedian, my friend. He's great. Great comedian, he knows. Well, he'll have to tell. He us. knows the other. He knows the other comedian who does that whole riff on the F slur and how it used to be just universally used. Everybody was an F in the old days. Now only Ben, uh, only Matt Damon uses that slur, which is amazing. But I don't think this movie will be canceled. I hope it's not. It looks good. I'd like to see it. Um, it, it upset Amanda, Amanda Knox, which is good. That's a good endorsement. Anything that upsets Amanda, Amanda Knox, that arrogant little brat. Uh, we'll have to get into the whole Amanda Knox story, but um, she um, she doesn't. She's no hero. Put it that way. She's no hero. Anyway, 
I mentioned Bill Maher. We got to get to Bill Maher. This was last weekend's uh, brilliant monologue. It is amazing how the world has turned. The world has changed. I hated Bill Maher. I don't know. Two years ago, yeah, I I'm, back when I ha had HBO, I couldn't stand him. He's he's a still a hardcore liberal, and the old expression that the you know say, uh, I forget who coined it said that Democrat. I didn't leave the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party left me. Like he's still a liberal. You know, he's still a classical liberal. Classical liberals should be against you know censorship. They should be against cancel culture. The, the whole climate where everybody's on edge wondering if they tweeted something offensive eight years ago and what happens if that gets out there and what will they do and will I lose my job? And I mean, obviously, good liberals don't ever get canceled. It only works one way, which is why it's so commendable that Bill Maher attacks canceled culture every week because the people being canceled aren't necessarily, you know, Alex Jones or Turtle Boy. Um, they're uh, whatever, mainstream, some aren't even political at all. They're just, I mean, they're just uh, become targets of the woke mob. We have certainly lived through this, as have many, many others. We went through a short list, but I didn't even know the ones that Bill Maher mentioned last weekend, all the people behind the scenes at the Olympics. Mm. The, the, the people who are like directing the opening ceremonies that yeah. went through their social media yeah. and found you know offensive things from years ago and fired them. It's got to the point where you don't even hear about some of these crazy cancel culture stories. And, and I guess, you know, it's Bill Maher's job to, to bring it up, but can we listen to a little bit of Bill Maher last Friday night talking about the latest examples of cancel culture? Sure. Director of the opening ceremony was fired hours before. Where did we? Before the event, because they found out there was a Holocaust joke in a comedy routine he did decades ago. Well, you know, context is everything. Obviously, it didn't strike people as beyond the pale at the time. Young people have to stop flattering themselves that they're Nostradamus and would have foreseen, had they been around then, everything that's unacceptable now. And for further context, Mel Brooks wrote one of the most successful musicals of all time around the song, Springtime for Hitler. <laughs> Why do we allow the people who just want to bitch to always win? Days before that firing, the opening ceremony's musical director, musical director, was also forced out because someone dug up an interview with him from 1994 where he admitted to bullying classmates as a child. As a child. Remember when your teacher used to try and scare you by saying, this is going to go on your permanent record? <laughs> yeah. No longer an empty threat now. It's so true. We don't even know about that. They went back and they found out that he bullied someone as a child and fired him. That's crazy. Goes, you were mean to goes, someone. You're out. <laughs> that goes under the radar. It's incredible. And I, I, you know, all the time we, you know, people like me, probably you say, thank God we didn't have social media when we were 15, like the cheerleader in Tennessee or the New York times would come try to ruin us. Uh, there are people now who did have social media and they're, you know, in their whatever, 30, 35 and they're digging them up and they're saying he, you know, he used a slur. Let's get him. Let's get him. And I mean, there are plenty of people speaking up about it, but not liberals, not liberals, not, I mean, as, as we've mentioned many times, Glenn Greenwald tweets about it 
every day, writes about it every day, um, talks about it on uh, on Fox News many times, that the people cheering the loudest for the crackdown on speech, the people cheering the loudest for the big tech tyrants as they cancel people, as they try to eliminate their voices, the people cheering the loudest are liberals, you know, reporters, media people who saying good. And you know, unless it's them or one of their own, they don't mind this chilling uh, wave of, of, of cancellations and, and censorship that the director of the opening ceremonies once made a mention of, of what do you say, Hitler, like on social media, like years ago, and you have to find a new director? Just bizarre and disturbing. And I guess, I guess it's not going to change. I guess, you know, when people voted for it, people voted for Biden, knowing that Biden was in codes with big tech, knowing that uh, this current uh, uh, regime, Biden and Harris and all their supporters are cheerleaders for big tech and big tech censorship. So, I mean, this I will change, change soon. This will change eventually. I mean, we're, we're going through kind of the dark ages of community. We've never before, you know, until three decades ago or so, we haven't really been able to communicate with people all over the world, like as instantly right. because of the internet. Right. And, you know, everybody's coming from a different place. Like you, you we, it, we can't relate with people potentially from China who have, or other parts of the world who had a different upbringing than us. So now we're getting all like all the dark stuff that that's coming out and, and cancellations can happen because you're right. It's, it's these big tech companies, but this is going to change over time. We're going to learn how to deal with each other in a more civil way because eventually every, if not, everybody's going to get canceled. And so well, if we're all okay. canceled, then then we we need to figure well, out a different way. No, that's not true, Karana. That's not true. You're 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 generalizing here. Liberals, for the most part, don't get canceled. You know, Hunter Biden can use the N-word as a 51-year-old man, and the New York Times won't mention it. The Washington Post won't mention it, but a 15-year-old girl in Tennessee could do it on social media and they will put her on page one. The difference is it the is corporate media. Like, the difference is the corporate right. media and that's going to go away too. If you look at how, uh, it's funny, we just talked about Wayne's World on on uh, on on the sh a show a couple days ago and it was so prescient. They were doing like a cable access TV show. That's what Wayne's World was all about and that's what we're right. all doing now. We are making, you and I, we're making our own content outside of the big corporate media, that is going to become more and more powerful and they will have less power. You're going to see a lot less of the woke shit. Well, I hope because I'm not sure how much worse it can get, you know, when, when again, they're going after 15 year old girls in Tennessee. And like, That's bad. It, it, I mean, and they're giving a complete pass to the crackhead son of the president just because their job is to protect the president protect the regime and they're and they're not even you know not even subtle about it they don't they don't care that we know it they'll put they'll destroy you if you're not woke if you're not useful they'll destroy you and you know whatever morgan wallen or whoever they'll go after him and they will protect hunter biden but uh, i think you're right though uh, but it's it like it has to get bad for us to see it and know that we don't want it and it's, it's, it, we're, I mean, we're at that point. It's, it's really ugly. Yeah. I mean, there's a new show. I think it's a series on Fox nation, which uh, I haven't seen by Dan Bongino. It's all about cancel culture. And they show him talking to different people who have been canceled. Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. You know, talking about he was canceled people like that. And, uh, it, it the, the list is long. I'm telling you, I don't know how he even narrows it down to, to, you know, a, a handful of people because there are so many people who've been destroyed 
in this climate. And thank God for you know guys like Bill Maher. There aren't many of them who know there's nothing liberal about destroying uh, you know destroying your dissenting the dissenting voices by saying rather than debate you, I want to eliminate you. That's the new uh, approach for you know from the I'll use your term the corporate media. The new approach from CNN and New York Times is not to debate you, not to beat you in the arena of ideas, it's to destroy you and shut you up forever. That's the goal and it's disgusting and thank God for people like Bill Maher who call it out. All right, we have to get to, since I mentioned disgusting, do you want to do uh, Deshaun Watson, do the Deshaun Watson story? Sure, before we do, you want to do uh, Shea? Yes, let's do Shea, and then we're going to do Deshaun Watson. And I'm just going to remind you that Deshaun Watson, right now, as we speak, is on a field in Houston, Texas, <laughs> taking snaps, throwing passes, calling plays. And when we tell you about the latest charge against Deshaun Watson, uh, you're going to wonder, like I do, what's it going to take for him to get sidelined? What's it going to take for him to get suspended? by the league. But uh, let me tell you about Shea, first of all, and then we'll tell you about Deshaun Watson. Did you know that Shea Concrete is the largest manufacturer of recon retaining all systems in North America? Well, you do now. In fact, in 2020, Shea set a new company record when they man- manufactured 178,000 square feet of retaining wall. This is a testament to Shea's legendary teamwork from engineering to manufacturing to dispatch and delivery. As the guys at Shea like to say, Teamwork makes the teamwork. They do. I've seen them. I've been around them when they say that. Shea Concrete's high-performing precast concrete retaining walls stand up to New England's active climate and come in a wide variety of shapes, designs, and textures to meet your retaining wall needs. So whether you need a residential, a commercial, or an industrial application, Shea has a dedicated team that will assist you with conceptual design, site walks, and installation. Let Shea show you the way. Call Shea Concrete at 800 800- 696-SHEA, that's 800-696-SHEA, or just log on to SheaConcrete.com. All right, before uh, we started recording, we played some of the sound from uh, one of Deshaun Watson's alleged victims. I ruined it because I was laughing, and I guess <sighs> probably shouldn't be laughing. It's It's more disturbing and disgusting than it is funny, but it is amazing what... Deshaun Watson has been accused of. He's a quarterback. He's a star. He's one of the faces of the league and is certainly the face of his franchise. He's now got 22 women uh, accusing him of sexual misconduct, including 10 who want to press criminal charges, at least two who want to pursue criminal charges and not civil charges. They're not looking for money. They're looking for justice. It seems to me there's more than enough there for the league, uh, for the commissioner to suspend him. We've mentioned this a few times that Ben Affleck, got, Ben Affleck, Ben Roethlisberger got suspended for accusations only. Ezekiel Elliott got suspended. No due process. Just, hell, Tom Brady got suspended for taking a little air out of a football. Deshaun Watson has allegedly abused 22 masseuses, and you wonder, they don't, you don't always get the details in their accusations. You just say what he did was improper, what he did was over the line, and you wonder, and you kind of put two and two together. Well, now we have specific charges against Deshaun Watson from an actual masseuse who is, I assume, one of the 22 
Do you, do you have her name? What's yeah, it's uh, Nia Reese uh, Lewis-Smith is her name. Nia Reese Lewis-Smith went on a podcast or went on an Instagram show where the interviewer asked her exactly what did Deshaun Watson want you to do? And she tells him, and it is disgusting. It always escalated every appointment. The only thing that really bothered me in the first appointment is he kept asking me to go inside of his butt. And I was just so confused. Normally on my male clients, well, any of my clients, I'll stop at the lower thigh. Okay. And, you know, just some people just don't like their buttocks touched. And so I'll stop at the lower thigh. And he kept asking me to go inside. Like and inside so I would the, put, like the crack of the hole. I originally thought it was the crack. Okay. And so I kind of go around that area and he still wasn't satisfied. And he kept, he was very adamant and he would say, don't be afraid to go inside. And in my mind, I'm like, there's nothing further. There's nowhere I can go unless it's inside of his anus. I. Carano, you always seem to have some interest in, in my career, in my earlier... I do, yeah. Um, I've probably done, I don't know how many, thousands of interviews. I've never asked that question, the crack or the hole. Never never asked anybody the crack. You know, I had Tom Brady on every week for uh, 19 years and interviewed lots of people and you know, uh, never had the occasion to say... The crack of the hole. Well, I don't foresee that coming up very often in your line of work. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, um, I mean, the the only thing Deshaun Watson has going for him is it's so disturbing that you're not going to hear it on, you know, ESPN. You're probably not going to hear it on sports radio in Houston. Um, maybe I don't know. Maybe the the Outkick guys will play it, or or, or, or you know, Bobby Burek will write it. But there's not many people who are going to go there. And so we probably, most people probably won't know exactly what he did with all these 22 masseuses. But if there's a pattern, if the next masseuse says, yeah, he did that with me too. And by the way, she also says he asked her if she wants to put his penis in her mouth. You know, I always ask my masseuses that too, because they're just dying to do that. They're just dying to go, go down on you, Deshaun, you friggin' freak. Anyway, right now he's not. You know, on the massage table, fortunately, he's on the field practicing with the Houston Texans. And one of the dumbest storylines in this offseason, this preseason, and I just Googled it, and there's a bunch of stories about potential trades, potential trades for uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, uh, I mean, here's, here's the lead of the Yahoo story. And Charles Robinson is a NFL guy, NFL writer for Yahoo. And it says, as Charles Robinson traverses the country visiting training camps, there's been a question every general manager has been asking him, what's going on with Deshaun Watson? Um, and they want to know when or where he'll be traded. How how, how could he be traded? I mean, you uh, hear that sound? I, I can't. I, I would have, you can't take that. Yeah, you can't take a chance on him. I mean, he's going to get. So that, that do you, I, I don't. I don't think he did anything illegal by asking that question to the massage therapist. But so a I, good point. I mean, there's, a good point. there's nothing there, but, but I think the charges that he's facing are actually worse than that. It's, uh, it's him inappropriately touching and making physical contact, right. all that kind of stuff. 
Sue says he was whacking his, his wiener against her hand. Right. Another, I mean, that, now that's sexual harassment, potentially assault. So, yes, you, you got you, you That type of stuff is the problem. I mean, but having the... It's borderline saying, you know, the, the other comments that he was making about uh, wanting oral from his uh, massage therapist. Do you want, you know, do you want this? Um, that's borderline. I think misconduct, it's still, it's still kind of a question. It's, it's inappropriate because you're in a professional's office. You shouldn't be doing that, but I don't know illegal. So I don't know if this changes anything, but if there's any touching contact harassment, then I, he's, he can't, how can he play in the NFL? You wouldn't take it for nothing. Because uh, a this story is just now you know it's going to continue to unfold. I mean, this yeah. is one of twenty-two. Um, there's going to be other women telling their stories, and they're going to be equally disturbing. Yeah. And you're going to wonder: Will he be arrested? If he's not arrested, he if he reaches a settlement, it's going to be tens of millions of dollars. There's twenty-two of them. You know, if he settles, it's going to be I don't know forty, fifty million dollars. And I, I guess he has it, but. There are 10 women who want to pursue criminal charges. And you're right. There'll be some, uh, there's be some gray area in the law. And you'll say, is this illegal saying to, you know, such my, you know, go in my hole or whatever she said. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. But, but the NFL uh, is suspended for less than that. You're right. Uh, for d- taking air out of a, out of a football, uh, is, <laughs> is not the same thing as 22 people accusing you of harassment and assault like that. The, the NFL's done done more damage for less than that. So I don't I don't know what they're doing. What are they waiting for? And if he were a defensive end a pass rush, if he were Frank Clark, you know, and the Chiefs would look the other way, but you can't have your franchise player, the guy, the face, the guy it's on all the billboards and the on the season tickets, the guy, you know, you're paying whatever, thirty, forty million dollars to a year. That can't be that guy can't be a freak. Okay. You can have maybe a you know the have a wide receiver or a, uh, uh, again, a pass rusher or a DB. Maybe they could be a freak, but you can't have your QB be a freak. And Deshaun Watson is a freak. And uh, we'll just wait for the next masseuse because these stories are just going to keep coming. All right, a couple more things I want to get to, Carano. Uh, Congratulations, Simone Biles. We were going to start with this, but what the hell? She wanted bronze her seventh Olympic medal, tying her for the most ever by a gymnast. And good luck to Laurel Hubbard. You mentioned yesterday, right uh, during the show, that she failed, she flopped. She's the first openly transgender athlete. Can I put quotation fingers around athlete? I'm seeing you do it, so yes. She's a a, a fat, slovenly person, super heavyweight uh, powerlifter. She failed to medal, which is good for the transgender activists out there because if she won... The, uh, we'd be able to say, see, men, men, people are born with strength, and it doesn't matter if you change your gender; you're still really stronger than 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 girls, than women. But she lost, and I just want to wish her luck in her career as a Victoria's Secret model. Uh, she'll be with uh, Megan Rapinoe. She'll be the face of Victoria's Secrets. That what, should work out well. What percentage chance uh, did she fail on purpose uh, to advance the cause? Oh please, no. You no. don't think so? Not even no. all. No, no, no. She's already, I mean, in New Zealand, it's a big deal. She holds records. She she set records as a man, you know, eight years ago, and then became a woman and set records as a woman. So I think she was pretty well established as a, uh, you know, a dominant powerlifter in a home country. She just couldn't do it on the world stage. And now she can move on. She said she's glad her, her days as an athlete are over and she's moving on. But again, you're going to look at Laurel Hubbard and tell me that's an athlete? I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. And this story, another disturbing story, which 
I've been reading about, and I don't quite get it. Uh, a fourth, fourth Capitol Police officer killed himself. I think this was over the weekend. There's now four members of the Capitol Hill Police Force since January 6th, and God wouldn't, uh, you know, CNN love to blame all this on, on Trump has killed himself. And I know it's a big police force. I know it's big, big, big budget, bigger than Atlanta, bigger than Detroit, big budget. But four guys in six and seven months have killed themselves. The latest, Kyle DeFreitig. Kyle DeFreitig was only 26. He was there during the uh, the riots on January 6th. Worked that, that day and that night and apparently had some struggles in his personal life and, uh, he uh, took his own life. Uh, um, I guess you know some people will blame blame whatever the the, the rioters, the insurrectionists. But um, it is, uh, I guess, just a uh, a, a sad trend. But uh, so I, I see, uh, I see the capital place to work right now. Well, the Capitol Police Force is twenty three hundred people, but if certainly there weren't that many there that night. I wonder, you know, how many people were there that night, and four is a huge number in twenty three hundred, but. How, it how is. Many, I mean, but my how, high school at twenty two hundred. That would be like high school. Yeah, huge. Four people in six months killing themselves. Crazy. And it, I mean, they're not. It's one thing if they were, I don't know, like like heroin addicts or something, or OD. And they're just cops. I mean, you look at the picture of the guy, and he just looks like a normal guy, a normal cop. Obviously, had some serious demons. Uh, what are they saying? Uh, they're not saying how he did it, um, but uh, four other guys. This guy, Gunther Hashida, took his own life on July 29th. And this guy, Kyle DeFreitag, took himself. So he, Kyle DeFreitag was the third. He killed himself on July 10th. On July uh, 29th, uh, Gunther Hashida, 43, father of three, uh, shot himself. I, I mean, it's just. I see Jeffrey Smith. Was that, uh, that five yep. days ago? Jeffrey Smith, police officer who confronted a mob in the Capitol, shot himself is what it says. No, he shot himself on January 15th. Oh, was that? I'm sorry. So he, I'm looking at the wrong He was the first, and then since then, there's been three more. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of shootings, I saw this stat on uh, this morning on the news, and uh, I can't believe it. Uh, you know how there's a lot of shootings in Chicago? We talk about it all the time. Sure. Um, there um, were, there's been a th over 1,000 people shot in Chicago in the last year. 1,000. You know how many convictions... There have been for those shootings. How many? Two. Two. In <laughs> in July, there were 39 mass shootings in July. That's more than two or something people shot at once. 39 mass shootings, one conviction. One. One. They're just not, I mean, no one's, no one's snitching and no one's stepping up and the cops have you know, uh, under siege and the mayor's more concerned with, uh, making sure she has a good time at Lollapalooza. 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 Amazing. Imagine knowing your, your loved one, your kid, your whatever gets shot, knowing that they essentially have zero chance of catching and convicting the killer. That, that is frightening. What's going on in Chicago. Won't be any marching by uh, BLM or won't be any, uh, you know, uh, Al Sharpton flying in or Ayanna Presley won't be railing against all the violence. They're too busy making sure nobody has to pay rent. Nobody should ever have to pay rent again. Let's make sure this eviction moratorium lasts forever and no one 
can ever, I mean, did you see Corey Bush, that lunatic from, he's kind of like the fifth member of the, the squad, living, lying, sleeping outside the, uh, I don't know where, was it the Capitol or was it the Supreme Court, like has a bed set up and she has a box of Oreos next to her and she's not going to go anywhere until we uh, eliminate rent forever. It's just such an ingenious idea. Let's never have rent. All they do is work for the non-working class. I mean, if you are a hardworking landlord, they don't care about you. They, you, that you took a chance and you bought a two, three family home and you're renting it out and the renter's not paying rent. They are on the side of the deadbeat and they're against you. I don't know anybody, any small businessman or woman could ever support these lunatics. But uh, anyway, that'll do it today. Big day at the Olympics. Gwen Barry. The hammer thrower who put the t-shirt over her head because she didn't want to sing the anthem. She goes. Hopefully, she loses. I hope that the the the, the win, uh, top seed from the U.S. I hope she wins. She seems like a very likable person and a very patriotic person. Yes. And I think the the loathsome U.S. women's soccer team goes when tomorrow. I oh, you said Thursday. When. Yeah. Thursday for the bronze, and uh, I don't even know who they're playing, but I'll be rooting for the other team. But. Anyway, that should do it. Anything else, Carano? I think that's it. Uh, we had plenty to talk about today. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about tomorrow there, Mr. Callahan. Yes, and uh, happy birthday to Tom. Maybe today, on Tom Brady's birthday, the media will sing happy birthday, and then someone will say, Tom, did you get the shot? And if Tom says, no, I'm not going to do that, then it all erupts, and we have the biggest story of the summer in the NFL. But some reason that hasn't happened yet uh, I, I don't even understand he's been uh, he's been accessible to the media and they've uh, talked to uh, the players have been forced to talk to the media why aren't they asking Brady I mean maybe why? the NFL saying hey if you cover if you cover this beat you can't talk you can't ask these questions maybe they're getting a directive nah you don't think fun. so no 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 that doesn't work well it's way. really odd that nobody has asked him that question or gotten him on record to say something to, to say just to say oh i'm not talking not not just i'm not talking about it not not even a yes or a no just have him answer it's ridiculous your buddy i'm putting him on notice right now your buddy in uh I'm, in you know, Florida, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm that gonna, guy is not doing his job he is not I'm, doing his job right now i will text him right now and say what the hell are you guys doing when are you gonna is he a good reporter or is he a shitty reporter? That's what I want to know. TV reporter in his bio has like awards that he's won and stuff awards. like that. Awards. Ask the damn question. <laughs> it's not hard. You know it's what? Not it's hard. not like asking. It's not like asking the whole of the crack. You know, that's no, it's question. not. No, it's You're not. Saying, this is, did you get hey, did you get the vaccine? It's very simple. Ask the question. And, and Brady will probably duck it and say <laughs> it's personal, whatever. We've gone through that. But you're not asking him the butt of the crack of the hole or whatever she asked. You're asking... The biggest question here, because it's a football question too, as we see in Minnesota, if you're not vaccinated, you get to sit out for Huge a while. Huge penalties. Yeah, you 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 need to know this. This is a very yeah. relevant, very important question. Get on it, guys down in Tampa. Get on it. We will uh, we will follow that, and hopefully, we will get an answer. But we will leave it there for today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, uh, uh, produced by. Executive producer Matt Carano. That's fine. All right, is that good? Yeah, that's this, fine. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the. How about this? This is the Callahan podcast featuring Matt Carano. Oh, you like that better? Yeah, oh, sure. Oh, Christ! Oh, I've created a monster. <laughs> we will talk to you again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. 
I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Pluto TV is playing the biggest movies every night this summer for free. Watch hit movies like The Matrix, G.I. Joe Retaliation, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Scary Movie, Runaway Bride, and more all summer long. Check out the biggest stars like The Rock, Keanu Reeves, Tom Cruise, Julia Roberts, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and more. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of free TV channels in English and Spanish featuring TV shows, news, sports, comedy, and more all for free. Download the free Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device, including Android and Apple smartphones. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. Choose the browser that puts you first. Microsoft Edge empowers you to browse your way with fast performance, strong security, and innovation that matters. Whether you're shopping, searching, streaming, or just browsing, Microsoft Edge helps you save time, money, and peace of mind. With incredible speed and security, Microsoft Edge makes staying in the flow safer and simple by being tailored to how you manage your browsing and adapting to your preferences. Stay protected with built-in security features that scan and block potentially dangerous sites, check your saved passwords for breaches, and help generate stronger passwords anytime you make a new account. Microsoft Edge offers the highest-rated protection against phishing and malware attacks on Windows 10. For younger users, Microsoft Edge also has Kids Mode, which offers a fun, tailored experience with added protection for web users ages 5 to 12. Save money with automatic coupon, price comparison, and price history tools. Make money for yourself or even your favorite causes with cashback and Microsoft rewards in Bing. Explore what awaits when you expect more from your browser with Microsoft Edge and raise your expectations for what the web can be. Microsoft Edge. Security, speed, and innovation built for you. Sports have a way of bringing us all together. And at Sleeper, we developed a fantasy platform designed to make leagues more fun and personal. Sleeper includes an integrated chat and every feature you could want for your NFL, NBA, and even eSport leagues. Plus, it's completely free with no ads. See why millions have made Sleeper the fastest-growing fantasy platform. Download Sleeper on the App Store or Google Play today.